0: welcome to create shift if you're new here welcome and if you've been listening for a while welcome back it's so lovely to have you here create shift is a podcast to support encourage and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life it's hosted by me ellen of being change and it's funded by you the podcast listeners and being change patreon community I'm here to support all of us to live our happiest, healthiest and most fulfilled lives and this podcast is one of the ways in which I hope to do that. Before we get into today's episode, here's a little bit about how you can be part of the Being Change Patreon community and help support this podcast. The Being Change Patreon community is a group of like-minded people all wanting to live their most purposeful and holistic lives. This community gets access to exclusive weekly holistic living content, live seasonal workshops and full-length yoga practices and special holistic living live Q&A sessions with me. You'll also get each episode of Create Shift before everyone else, as well as advanced access to booking for any of my live events. I would love to have you be part of this community. To become a member, just head to patreon.com forward slash being change and choose your monthly pledge of three, five or eight pounds. The money I make from Patreon funds the free content I create here on the podcast, my YouTube channel, blog and Instagram, and enables me to employ other people to work with me. And if you want to support the podcast but can't afford to be a Patreon member right now, you can support for free by sharing the podcast with three friends who'd enjoy it. Thank you so much for being here. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, welcome back to another solo episode of Create Shift. God, you're being spoiled at the moment, aren't you? Two solo episodes back to back. Um, This is, again, like the last episode, a shorter episode, hopefully providing some really practical advice for you to take on and apply into your day-to-day life. So if you've been listening for a while or engaging with my work for a while, you'll know that that's something that... um, is really important to me is helping everybody to bring this holistic living wisdom and philosophy and traditions into their daily life. So you don't need to make any huge shifts to start applying this um, work and these practices and to seeing how they can support your life. So you can just have a go at whatever aspect of the practice kind of can fit into your life and you'll be able to see hopefully some great shifts and changes and positive um, support that that brings to you right away. So in today's episode, as I hinted at in the previous episode all about routine, I'm going to be talking about how we can use Ayurveda to help us schedule our days and to help us be basically more productive um, during our day. So um, if you're new to the podcast and you haven't listened to any before or you've only listened to a few and none of them have really been about Ayurveda, let me just give you a very quick uh, run through of what it is in a very small nutshell so Ayurveda is the sister science of yoga, it can be translated as the science of life or the art of living well. It's thought to be the oldest holistic health tradition that we have and it takes a completely holistic view of our health and well-being, meaning that it considers that everything we do in our lives, from the people we hang out with, from what we do for work, to the food we eat, to what our daily routines look like, everything has an impact on our health and well-being and our inner state of balance or harmony. And Ayurveda is a philosophy that forms the grounding for all of my work, so it's really core core to everything I do, and you'll definitely hear me talk about it a lot more. You can learn more about it in Season 5, Episode 5 of the podcast, and also on my blog, I've got a post called What is Ayurveda, as well as lots of other posts that talk about kind of Ayurvedic seasonal living theory and things like that, so you can explore more over at being-change.com, and I'll pop links to both of those things in the show notes as well. Okay, so within Ayurveda, there are three key energetic qualities known as the doshas. And I've discussed those on the podcast before. So again, check out those links I just mentioned and have a little explore and you'll you'll find more reference to those. And the doshas are, like I said, energetic qualities that exist in all living matter, including within us. And they themselves are made up of the five elements. So each dosha has two main elements that form it. So the doshas are vata, pitta and kapha. And they are made up of, so vata is air and ether. Pitta is fire and water. And kapha is water and earth. And each dosha, like I said, is present within us. So... We have our own nature, known as our Prakriti. um, That is our kind of base level of the doshas within us. And that's how we started when we were born. And that will never change. But our level of the doshas is also affected by our current environment and surroundings. And that's known as our Vikriti. So that can change from moment to moment, day to day. We might find that we're feeling more Vata or more Pitta or more Kappa from moment to moment. So... I want to talk about um, specifically right now the qualities that the doshas might um, make present within us with specific relation to the work day or kind of our day-to-day activities because that's what we're talking about today so if you've got a lot of vata in your constitution whether that's in your nature or whether that's just right now because it's been affected by you know current circumstance or you know the weather or whatever it is that might make you feel, from this perspective of how it will affect our work and our, our day-to-day activities, it might make you feel ungrounded, scattered and um, anxious or fearful, very pensive and caught up in the mind. might make you feel like you've got a lot of ideas um, and loads of things that you want to do, only there's so many of them that you don't know where to start, so you might end up rushing from thing to thing and then end up feeling very frazzled. Pitter might make you feel very ambitious, um, very organized, so very good at just getting things done, doing difficult things, um, things that require uh, a bit of confidence or um, making a difficult decision. We'd be very good at that kind of thing. Um, But it could also make us feel um, very perfectionist, and very competitive, so uh, comparing ourselves a lot to other people, uh, and it could also make us feel quite um, angry by things. So we could get easily angered. And then Kappa, how that might show up in these qualities that would affect our work and our day to day. We could be very loving and caring, nurturing, wanting to care for others. And um, it might make us uh, very much want to make our home a lovely environment um very very uh stable and steady so very good at kind of working through kind of arduous or longer tasks and that kind of thing um but also kappa could make us feel a little bit sluggish slow to get going um a little bit down and a little bit stuck okay so there are the different ways that the doshas might affect us from that kind of work perspective or that daily life perspective So now how can we use the doshas and this knowledge that Ayurveda gives us to schedule our day and plan our days? So Ayurveda teaches us that each dosha is strongest at two different times during the 24-hour day-night cycle. So I'll just run through what that is here. So starting from 6am, that's the time for kapha. So 6am to 10am is when kapha dosha dominates. Then from 10am to 2pm, we move to pitta dosha. From 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. we move to Vata. And then from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. it's back to Kappa, And then 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. it's Pitta. And then 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. it's Vata. So in this episode, obviously, I'm going to be focusing on the daytime hours because this is about scheduling our days. But I'm going to have another episode coming up where we look at kind of nighttime routines and we'll talk about sleep a little bit in that. And so we'll discuss kind of the nighttime aspect of this cycle then. So, when we consider the doshas and their qualities, as I mentioned already, we start to get an idea of what kinds of tasks may be best suited to what times of day. You know, I've mentioned some of them already. So, if we just go through, we'll start with Kappa, so that's 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. So, most of us will be starting our day between these hours. So, as I mentioned, Kappa has got this kind of loving quality, very nurturing. Um, it's a good time of the day, therefore, to to do housework um, because we might have this desire to make our space nice. Um, this also has the benefit of uh, making us move a little bit, which is actually very good for stopping kappa get too high in the body. Um, what else? So, as I mentioned, ta- kappa types have very good endurance. So if you've got just kind of a task list of jobs to do, maybe they're kind of jobs that make you feel a bit like, ugh, you know, they're a bit boring or monotonous, a bit repetitive. Kapha uh, time of day would be a great time to just go, right, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to crack on with this. Very, very good. So getting into stuff and sticking with it. And then when we move into the pitta time of day, that 10 a.m. to 2 a.m., this is the time where we want to move into stuff that needs a lot of brain power, and maybe the challenging, the challenging things on our list, um, things that maybe we've been putting off, things that require us to make a decision about something, um, and to just kind of be strong, be forceful, be confident with what we're doing. That's the time for that. So the bulk of your challenging work is really good to put in this slot. What might not be so good to put in this slot is lots of people-based things because as I mentioned pitta can make us get angry very easily can get very impatient as well especially so if if you're working with somebody else you might find that you get more impatient at this time of day with their um, what you might perceive as their inability to do something right I'm speaking as someone with a lot of pitter in my constitution um you might find you get irritated more easily during these times and a way to avoid that irritation might simply be to move your meeting to later in the afternoon if you can or earlier in the morning um So maybe avoiding that. And also, to types, like I said, could kind of get jealous or have this kind of perfectionist tendency and compare ourselves with others quite easily. So if you find that does come up a lot for you, it might be a time to avoid things like social media. Um, So, yeah, it might be a good time from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. to just kind of turn the phone off or put it away in a drawer and really crack on with that kind of the core of your work for the day. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Create Shift so far. I'm just jumping in here to let you know about my Being Change Patreon community. As a member of this community, you get access to exclusive weekly holistic living content, live seasonal workshops and full-length yoga practices, and special holistic living live Q&A sessions with me. You'll also get each episode of Create Shift before everyone else, as well as advanced access to booking for any of my live events. To become a member, just head to patreon.com forward slash being change and choose your monthly pledge of three, five or eight pounds. The money I make from Patreon funds the free content I create here on the podcast, my YouTube channel, blog and Instagram, and enables me to employ other people to work with me. Thanks for your support. Now back to the episode. So then let's move on to Varta. I mean, I will also say, let's just talk about the the eating aspect here and especially around the lunch time. so from the 10am to 2pm is the best time to eat lunch so around 12pm is as in ayurvedic terms the best time to eat lunch because the sun is highest and our digestive fire is strongest pitta um is really a powerful force for digestion It, it governs kind of that aspect of the body so that's the time to eat lunch really um let me move into the afternoon so we move to 2 p.m to 6 p.m and this is the time governed by vata so vata is this airy quality to it this is airy dosha um so vata um dosha elevates kind of creative thinking ideas um so if you've got uh say you have Something that's in the early conceptual stages, you want to kind of um, go through a few ideas for your next project or something that you're going to release, you know, like a course or something. This might be a really good time just to kind of give yourself a time limit and just jot down those ideas. Giving yourself a time limit would be quite good because it would help to um, <laughs> harness the positive power of Varta, but within a little container. Because if we let Varta go wild, you might be there for three hours, like going at like then we can do this thing and then this thing you know so it depends if you want that then great uh, but if not maybe just have a little bit of structure around it so yeah a good time for creative work for letting yourself daydream and ideas flow so giving yourself that bit of white space so actually on my um daily rhythms that I've created the experiment I created for my daily rhythms which I talk about in the previous episode about routine I have given myself time for white space from 2 p.m to 4 p.m uh it's going okay (laughs) some days better than others actually um in terms of letting myself have that space um but this is the time to have that that space to to just kind of think and let ideas come to you it's a good time also for um maybe more people-based activities so if you could have like a meeting or something at this time that might be good Uh, especially if it's a meeting that requires more kind of um again that creative thinking or like figuring out a solution to a problem um because this time of day is good for kind of that out of the box thinking um and really that kind of freedom and letting yourself explore different possibilities and ideas um but vata types in general are quite good um kind of socially quite enjoy social interaction and that kind of thing So that is probably not the time of day to try and really kind of focus on this difficult task that you had, if possible, you know. Um, And then it's also a good time of day, the the Vata time of day, to do some movements, some exercise. Um, So you might think about that when you're thinking about when to schedule in, like a a workout or just a little dance break or something. Um, And then we move into the evening of course so we go from 6 p.m to 10 p.m and this is again dominated by kapha and this is a natural time to unwind time to spend time with loved ones do something you enjoy you know a hobby you've got or something make some nutritious food and just time to relax um before then we head off to bed and obviously i'll talk about that kind of evening routine in another episode coming up on that so that's how we can use Ayurvedic teachings to help ourselves uh, schedule our days and maybe get the most out of our days and be as productive as we can be. That being said, um, everybody's life's different and, you know, stuff happens and we can't always do the types of work that are best to do at certain times of day. You know, it's not possible. You might have a meeting... That you've got in your calendar, and the time of that is not up to you, and it's during you know, the peak of the pitter time um, when you're going to get annoyed with everybody. And you know that's fine. Um, we have to accept what we can't control, and then make the changes to the things that we can control, so that we can shape our lives to best serve us and supporters uh, without stressing about the things that we can't change. And that. Uh, is obviously where we could bring in another layer of understanding about um, Ayurveda and the doshas. Because if we start to understand how, say, an excess of pitta could manifest itself, we can then learn about um, what can help to balance out pitta. And so therefore, for example, if we had the meeting during the pitta time and we know it always makes us irritated, we could start to do some practices that could help to reduce those feelings of pitta. And that's not for this episode, but that's just an example of how we could then start to support ourselves further. And of course, this is all the kind of um, stuff that I explore with my one-to-one clients in my coaching programs, where we can really dive into um, your specific constitution, what your life specifically looks like, what the changes are that you want to make. And we can start to bring this stuff into play because you can start to get more of a deeper understanding of the different tools that you can use. So of course, if you're interested in exploring working together one-to-one, the details are all on my website. So you can just head to being-change.com and I'll pop a link in the show notes for you as well. I'd love to work together. Um, So that's an option if you're really interested in diving into this stuff deeper. So for now, I'll leave you with that. And hopefully that's given you um, a lot of food for thought to think about how you can start bringing some of this stuff into your experiments with your routine and your rhythms Um, And if you didn't listen to the previous episode on routine, and I suggest that because it's quite a good complement to this one, these two go quite well together. So I'll pop the link to that in the show notes as well. Um, And I just wanted to say that, you know, there are lots of other holistic health philosophies and um, they all have similar principles. Uh, I generally find, you know, a lot of them say similar things in different ways with different focuses and that can be quite nice to explore too. So for example, traditional Chinese medicine has a similar thing where it marks the 24-hour day-night cycle and links the hours to different organs and the functions of those organs within the body. So that's an interesting thing to explore too. Um, And if you're interested in traditional Chinese medicine, I suggest listening to season six, episode two of the podcast um, with Sarah Major, who is an acupuncturist. And she talks a bit about the philosophy of acupuncture, traditional Chinese medicine. So that's a good one if you're interested in that. And of course, it's great to know all this stuff. But the most important thing is to pay attention to how you feel throughout the day and start to listen to what tasks you maybe feel naturally drawn to at certain times and, and ones that feel much harder at certain times. And so this is how we can use a combination of the holistic wisdom that a, a, an approach like Ayurveda brings or an approach like traditional Chinese medicine brings, twinned with a deep understanding and knowledge of ourselves to help us lead lives that really support that sense of balance and harmony within us. So thank you again for listening. Thank you as always for listening. And I will be back soon with another episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Create Shift. I hope you enjoyed it and found it inspiring and supportive. Don't forget to share the episode with friends and on your social media channels to help this podcast reach more people and help them live their most purposeful and holistic lives. And if you'd like to be one of the people funding the creation of this podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash being change to become part of the Being Change Patreon community. Until next time.